This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your host, John Gabris, your boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy. What's up? <coughs> oh, God, I just choked on my own saliva. Remember those Budweiser commercials? What's up? That shit's real. Bring it back, bud. Um, joining me in the High and Mighty studios today is. Your friend, my friend, Howard Kramer, master of summer, here to talk to me about summer, or as we pronounce it, summer. Summer! Howard, thank you so much for coming to the High and Mighty Studios and Th- sitting on the Arthur couch and discussing this it's with It's great me. to be around with your dog, Arthur, and, uh, hey, shitheads, how you doing? <laughs> Does that feel good? I, I feel like a lot of times on Twitter or even on my podcast, I gotta be nice. Oh, see, for me... I mean shitheads in an endearing way. The way right. it started was when I first started trying to do stand-up, I said it would be a fun game for myself if I walk out, scream, what's up, shitheads, to the crowd, <laughs> and then have to win them back. Right. It would be home. like, yeah, it would be like running with a weighted vest on. Right. So that's how I started getting into like my first eight minutes. I like, like it, because stand-up's not hard enough. <laughs> I know. You take, make it hard. But for me, as like a longtime improviser and a terrible writer, it's like more fun for me to be like, all turn right, let's see a... the chemistry of the room and turn it into like a social experiment. Right. I'm actually like that, too, even though I do have jokes. I just, <laughs> I'm always way more interested in just the dynamic that's being created now. Naturally in the room. Somewhere. Yeah, like why am I performing for this room right now specifically? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Howard, on High and Mighty, one, one thing we do is I ask my listeners to rate me five stars on iTunes and then roast me in the comments. And if they do both of those, I'll read them on the air. So if you're cool with that, I'm going to run through a couple of these before we get into um, talking about I summer. like that idea, by the way. Yeah, it's a great way to like fucking force people to give you five stars. You get the goose. <laughs> you're like a you're like an Uber driver. Like, yeah, you can berate the guy and just like yeah. it's like Dick's dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm gonna give you five stars no matter what you say to me in this car ride. Okay, right. fair. Hey, I'm gonna be racist the whole time back here, but I'm gonna give you five. <laughs> okay, buddy. No okay, problem. buddy. I'll take it. I just want a promotion. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um, this is from someone named Senator Grapefruit. John Grabus, a.k.a. Ravioli Biceps, is basically huh. a talking whoopee cushion. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ravioli Wait, Biceps. See, I saw him at the RNC last night. Sen- <laughs> Senator, Senator Grapefruit? Yeah. Hi, I'm Senator Grapefruit. We need to make America Grapefruit again. <laughs> what state is he from? <laughs> He's got to be from, is it Florida, California or, or Florida? California. Wait, California Grapefruit. Florida Grapefruit, which sounded right. They both sound. I'm thinking California raisin, Florida raisin, or <laughs> Florida orange. But Florida I'm assuming orange. maybe grapefruits are so nearby that they would be there. Maybe so. Well, where do we? Hawaii grapefruit. Oh, that could nah, be, no, pineapple. that seems wrong. Pineapple, yeah. yeah, it's either California or Florida, right? Yeah. California grapefruit sounds like something in my head. Ruby red grapefruit Ooh, definitely yeah, sounds like something. Like that is something. I, I couldn't think of what other. It wouldn't be like Louisiana. <laughs> it's grapefruit. certainly no. it's certainly not um, uh, Georgia grapefruits. Um, so another thing you'll notice is that they always say my name wrong in the podcast description because that's like a little fun day. Oh, to be like gay boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of make fun of me. John Gabris gets a. This is from Trevelations. 
John Gabris gets a lot of guff, but the man's a hero. When he was a lifeguard in Long Island, he saved a lot of lives. He put more salty, sun-damaged Italians on their backs than Vitti Guadagnino. <laughs> John's got a killer deadlift, too. Soon he'll reach his goal of 600 pounds when a forklift carries his bloated corpse out of a hole cut in the bedroom wall. Bedroom wall. Oh, like what's eating Gilbert Grape? Gabriel swallowed more than one snake after a rugby drink up. He took down more weak side wingers than Jonah Lomu. And believe me, they were all blacks. Wow. John's not just a jock, though. He likes science fiction and fantasy, too. He even calls his dick Ned Stark because he hasn't seen his head in five years. I mean, this is like a straight up roast. This is a straight up roast. And this is from someone who knows a lot about me. They know I played college rugby. They know I was a lifeguard. They know. <laughs> I mean, I talk. It's my podcast, so I talk too much shit about myself. Right. But that was that was researched. Hey, well, I will I will out you because I'm seeing right here in your in your studio you've got a pink uh, rugby ball there. Yeah, from Lestat of France. I have a French rugby ball as a wedding gift from a friend. Okay, because yeah. he was saying you were like chugging snakes after. A, That's a, a true story that I ate a dead snake. Oh, I thought it was like they're you, trying oh, to I say gay jokes. Oh, I sucked a handful jokes. of cocks in college. Uh, I think okay. <laughs> one handful, All which right. is two. Um, I sucked. Uh, I sucked a few dicks. Is what I was just about to really pick up with. I did eat a dead snake after a rugby match one time. In like college. just that you just found somewhere. Someone found it in the parking lot of the bar we were partying at. I used to be that guy. I don't. I used. To, you used to be. I'm still a little bit like that. <laughs> I feel like I could get you to do that in an hour. Yeah. I feel like uh, I will die on a dare. Yeah. Uh, Zach Woods one time said. When I was way younger, when he was coaching an improv group of mine, he said, Gabrus, I feel like you're going to die in such a good-natured way, like <laughs> saying, like, hey, guys, check this out. <laughs> Hell yeah. This would be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. All right. Don't go to the zoo. I don't want to see you at the zoo. I don't want to go to the zoo either. It's too high risk these days. Yeah. Um, all right. This is from Sonic Rules. The perfect podcast if you enjoy the feeling of the blood vessels in your head popping from the pressure of lard and mayonnaise rushing into your ear canals. <laughs> Grotesque Jonah the Whale talks grossly overeating as well as other pointless, asinine topics that are sure to infect listeners with feelings of dread and misery. Observe how human garbage pile and failed comedian John Gabris <laughs> is continuously stagnating by being a fat stoner who loves greasy deli sandwiches. Makes me ashamed to be a Long Islander... It makes me ashamed to be a Long Islander or human to know I have to share things with this wide load. No. Five stars, huge fan. <laughs> Five stars, huge fan. <laughs> Come see you live. Buy your album. <laughs> I think that's a holdover from the Comedy Bang Bang fans who like shit on something and then say, amazing show, five stars. Do they do that? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I have no idea who my listeners are. I think they're just a assorted group How of How long shitheads. have you been doing this podcast? This will be almost a year, I think. I think I'm at like uh, 40 weeks or 45 so, yeah. weeks. Okay, so you got like... They know you pretty they, good. They know me pretty good. There's a few listeners. There's a, I, I get similar tweets from the same group of people. Do you get that a lot on Chartist? Like, oh, God, yeah. I'm starting to think there's only eight people that follow me on Twitter. Right, and you like know their names, but you're like, I'm not going to follow these guys back. Yeah, <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and I can't fave every time you say something. But, yeah, it's great to have them. I wish there were some other ones, too. Now there are choppers circling my house right no, now. Jesus, what's going on? That's the curse of living in West Hollywood. Once, you know, every other night, there's fucking choppers. This is circling. Prime chop. I, I have a friend who was a cop. He's like a he's like a mogul, but he was a cop for fun. We've had him on Who Charted. <laughs> and um, he was saying, yeah, he recovered a gun. There was a shooting up on Crescent Heights, and then they came. It was actually 
you know, it was down that way, not Crescent Heights. But they turned down here, and then right by the improv, underneath a parked car's tire, he recovered the murder weapon. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's told me. I mean, there's so much going on over here on a daily basis. That we don't even hear about. I mean, when I see him, he would just tell me all this. So I go, I don't want to hear anymore. Because, like, I have this idea that I'm, like, semi-safe over here. So much shit. Do you live around here? Do you I live, live near by, me? I uh, Meltdown. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah not yeah, too yeah. far. Not too yeah. far. Um, there's a big pokey gym over there. That's, yeah, the pokey gym. <laughs> I, I never saw such an immediate, I mean, I went and hung out at Meltdown, and it was just like overnight all of a sudden, just every single person with a cell phone was there, and you go, hey, you playing Pokemon Go? And they're like, uh-huh. Yeah, well, no, I'm just looking at Twitter or Tinder or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, Thrinder. here. Are you on Thrinder? I'm on Thrinder. Is that the one for uh, looking for unicorns? No, for it's th for threesomes. Threesomes. Oh, sorry. I just learned this week, and I'm very excited to throw around terminology. A unicorn oh. is a bisexual person. Oh, that goes that into goes threesomes. in with that goes into threesomes. What if you're straight that goes into lesbian threesomes? Uh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> is it still a lesbian threesome if a dude gets involved? <laughs> I don't know. He's ask. only allowed to eat girls out in that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no peepees allowed. With this, keep I it strictly lesbo. I just use it because I don't have uh, what's that uh, list. What's that list for errands and stuff? Uh, Angie's list? Yeah, I don't have that, so I just use Thrinder. Like, so you get two people to come over your house and paint your house? Yeah, like, oh, oh you need a plumbing guy? All right, let me go, let me go on Thrinder. Uh, you get like a married couple to come over and you cuck the guy into doing your plumbing for exactly. you? I'm going to strap this on and you just go, you just do what you got to do with it. What a specific relationship. Uh -huh. All right, here's the last one. This is from Jane Gabro. Jeff Garbage got himself a podcast. Hey, you know the fat guy from Guy Code? You don't? It's on channel 976. Well, this unknown hack has decided that the world should be punished by making us listen to him cough, laugh, and talk over his guests for an hour every week. If you like listening to morbidly obese Long Island tool bags reminisce about the good old days that never were, this is your type of podcast. Luckily, either lung, heart, or liver cancer will take this guy from us soon. <laughs> five out of five. Love the show. Listen every week. <laughs> what was the Jeff Garbage? Is that a name you got? Yeah, that's just I pe like that. people really like to bastardize John Gabris. Uh, I, I thought it was like Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> I mean, that's Jeff a cool. Garbage. Jeff Garbage is my rap name. It's mm. part of my I'm part of a collective. Yeah. Um, Howard, thanks for you know doing the reviews with me. I had a great time doing that. I think. You know, people look for connection online, and I think that they get to treat you like a, a friend or an older brother. It's like, <laughs> this is what... This will help. This will make them about. feel happy. Yeah. Um, so, I had you... I wanted to have you on the podcast after I did a recent episode of Who Charted. We were both talking about summer... This happened about a year ago, the first time I was on Who Charted. By the way, if you're not, if you're listening to my podcast but not listening to Who Charted, you're missing out. Jesus, very, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Shut this off, download <laughs> Who Charted, and never listen to my podcast again. Um, There's room for us all, but if you have to pick one, go <laughs> yeah, Please pick cowards. <laughs> we, uh, we have a decent amount in common because we talked a lot about how much we love summer. And I, th I truly try to live the year-round summer life. And moving, I to, can see that moving to LA has certainly helped that. Oh, God, moving yeah. to California over New York has yeah. certainly helped that. I was thinking that today because I was like, by the summer, have a summer mythology. We're like halfway through because we say occupied June. Yeah. use that as complete summer. <laughs> so then I was thinking, well, that means we're halfway done because it's June, July, August. But then I'm like, who am I kidding? It's gonna be. 
blazing hot here in October. Yeah, and September is a great month for the beach because yeah. June you get the gloom a little. Right. And September is where you, it's September is August the sequel. Oh, I like that. September is August too. Right. It's like <laughs> we're just gonna re up and just act yeah, like it's second July August. Again. <laughs> second August. That's a good one. Another <laughs> podcast I listen to called The Great Debates, uh, which is a great podcast. They have a thing called Long June. Where they believe June starts the Friday of Memorial Day weekend and ends the Monday after Fourth of July weekend. They call it Long June. Wow, but wait a minute. That means you're having Fourth of July, which is a, is a big milestone of summer. Yeah, you're having that, and you're acting like it's June. Yeah, it's the and that's the end of like they June is a big celebratory oh, month. Oh, I see what you. So mean. they make June like a it's like a festival. Day. Yes. So exactly. it goes from holiday to holiday. Oh, from holiday to holiday, and, and, then the, and keep the, that June attitude alive the okay, whole time. Okay, so then when Ju- Ju- July Fourth is over, then they go, okay, it's July. It's July. Like now. these are like okay, settled into July. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I like that too. I thought I thought you might like that. I, when, when did the summer love start for you? Oh, this, summer loving happened so fast. Summer loving had me a blast. <laughs> Maybe right there with the movie Grease in, in nineteen seventy eight. I did love Grease when I was a I kid when too. I first saw it. I saw it live in the theater as a very small child. I saw it on Broadway twice. <laughs> oh wow, I did. I saw it on Broadway. But um, do you remember? I don't know if you remember. Well, you probably don't because did you see it? At, you, you were too young to see it at the theater. I was too young to see it at the theater. Anyway, they had a tribute to Leonard Skinner before Greece because Leonard Skinner had crashed their plane like the year before. Where was this? What theater? Just in whatever you'd go to see it at the movie theater oh, in New in Jersey. The, oh, in that theater. I'm sorry. Yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm picturing like you're going to see it at like some independent theater in like downtown Manhattan. <laughs> and Leonard Skinner. And then the Leonard plane Skinner tribute. <laughs> I'm oh. horrible at stories, by the way. So the, you went to go see Grease in the movie theaters, and they had a Leonard Skinner tribute like trailer ahead of yeah, it? Like tw- yeah, I don't know, like 15 minutes or something. Oh. It was heavy as a little kid, because it's like, I kind of knew the band. They had one like hit that was on my radar, and then you're just hearing them about them being dead already. You're like, oh, I like these guys. Oh, they're dead. That's... Intense because Greece is such like a bubblegum, silly, fun, like, yeah. all right, kids, let's sing along to Greece, right. beauty school dropout. But right before it's like, people have died. <laughs> Basically. It's Jesus. like with that, um, before Finding Dory, they had that Pantera uh, tribute. <laughs> yeah, about Dimebag, uh, whatever his name <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was going to say Diamond Dallas Page, but that guy's a wrestler slash yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does yoga too? Yeah, DDP yoga is huge now. It, what? Like, what? He has like a he has like a yeah he has like a yoga uh, company in in Texas. I don't know. Is he from Dallas? I don't know. (laughs) That's his name, right? Yeah. Um, These choppers are still circling, and if you're if you're hearing that on the uh, if you're hearing that as a listener, I'm sorry, but we don't have much of a choice. So when you hear those at night, right? Terrifying. Because you think I'm out here walking around. Like if you're outside, you're like the guy. They, the guy they're looking for could be 10 feet away from me. Yes. That's what the choppers always make me think. Terrifying. One time my wife was out walking the dog and the chopper was super low and she's like, this is so weird. And then from an announcement from the chopper, it said, get back in your house. Oh, no. How terrifying is that? That's complete martial law. That's exactly <laughs> what you would think is going to happen. Right. The- that's like some escape from New York shit. Yeah. Or, or next year stuff. Oh yeah, or twenty seven, or it's a predictive of what twenty seventeen is going to be yeah, like. Or, yeah, or late November twenty sixteen. So what what's inspired your love of summer? What was how Howie Kramer like as a child? Were you a little summer? 
As a kid, summer has one con. You kind of lose the connotation of summer once you graduate, because summer always means no school. Right. Which but is we, one thing. Yeah, that figures heavily into that. That figures heavily, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when it dawned on me, hey, you don't get a summer as an adult. Like, you just got to work straight through. And I just thought, I don't want to go to that place. I don't want to. That's bullshit. That's worse than what I got now. I have my brother and his wife are both teachers. Yeah. And I fucking am envious as all hell that oh, they yeah, have they like get there. two full months of summer off. Yeah. But then when they when fall hits, it hits them harder than anybody. Yeah. That's the ultimate Sunday blues, as they're, my brother likes to call it. Back to school again. That's yeah. rough. Remember how hard back to school was when you were a kid and all you had to do was go back and see your friends and and do right. some fucking math. Right. Imagine back to school for a teacher who's been just fucking enjoying uh. two months off. And it's like now I got to get start getting up at 6 a.m. And mm. kids got to I feel bad. And you got your eye because you, you knew what kids you're getting. You could keep your eye on them the whole year before. Oh, right. You're like this motherfucker. I, re- I heard him. My friend teaches second grade, says she's a nightmare. All right. And now she's a year older. <laughs> now and she's wiser. in my class. She's got the a little mat. tougher, even mm. more firmed up from a summer of playing outside she's ready to fucking attack she's like a virus is resistant to <laughs> antibiotics she's only gotten stronger <laughs> smart they say viruses may be coming to an end did you see that or that uh or that antibiotics may be coming to an end really that there's just no way anymore to keep up with them that so it'll just be like there won't be antibiotics Oh, okay. So we'll just have diseases? Yeah, Is that like what they're saying? It's like Where'd what, you see this news, bro? It was on Facebook. It was, looked like a legit article. <laughs> I had no time to follow up and read anything. I didn't see what the source was. But it does remind me of like, oh, we're not going to get a summer when we're adults? Oh, now we're not going to get antibiotics? Like, it just keeps getting worse. It just, things keep changing. That that was a brutal, how did you, all right, so before we go into do the end hear? of summer. Oh yeah. What were you What were you doing summers as a child that made you say we got to keep this alive even well, into my thirties and so, beyond? So I guess like I just always loved it. We'd go to the beach. In New so you're Jersey. we'll take yeah. I'm sorry. We'll we take this moment. Bradley to, Beach. Bradley Beach in New yeah. Jersey. Well, I'm from Matawan Inland, but we, yeah. my grandmother lived in Bradley, so that's where we'd go to yeah. the beach. And I'm from this. If, if you're listening to this podcast, and I'm about to surprise you by saying I'm from Long Island, but I'm from the South Shore of Long Island. We'd go to Jones Beach, and right. it was like we went. Every single day. My dad worked nights, like wow. 3 to 11. Yeah. So we went every day from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Oh, that's great. Unless it rained, then we went to the mall. Then we went to the mall. Then we, we saw Terminator 2 and got to play in the arcade, <laughs> play the Dungeons & Dragons arcade game. All right, I guess I can allow it. You got to spend some outdoors. Yes. But it's okay if it rains. No, um, I was just like, uh, I loved it and everything, but it wasn't until actually 2009 Oh, wow. Became, not that I love summer. That was the year you graduated high school? Yeah, that's when I graduated <laughs> high school, and it all just was just perfectly crystallized on graduation night. I said, I'm the summer guy. <laughs> you wore a Hawaiian shirt underneath your gown and said, fuck it. Yeah. Going forward, Boom. I'm this guy. Yeah. I know who I am. Let's go, life. What happened in 2009? So Talk do, me through. I feel like a therapist. So, um, yeah. So, um, I was, summer 2009 came. And I didn't have a job out here, okay? So there was sort of a mental breakdown happening. But at the same time, I was saying, you should go to the beach. You should have a summer. And then I was like, no, you got to work. You got to get something done. No, it was just a debate I kept having in my mind all day, like almost every day. 
Like I should just, it's summer. I should go to the beach. Let's talk about this for a second. Cause you're, you're bringing up a valid point in our careers as comedians or freelancers, entertainers, whatever you want to call us. Right. Not having work is not a day off. Exactly. You need to create that mentality. Cause a day off after you worked 10 days is great. Right. That's day off break. number 10 in a row. Brutal. Brutal. And you're, that's why work was probably invented. Yes. I was in work was invented so you could enjoy time off. That's some fucking Confucius shit right yeah. there, bro. That's have a song. But it's one of those things where if you're if you're if you're not working and you want to be, you cannot enjoy those days off. It's right. so hard. You're like refreshing your email. You're going, maybe I should have coffee with that guy. He might be getting a show soon. Oh, this person's doing. I should text this person see if they ever need a guy to do this over. You know, right. and it's like one of those things where you're like you cannot in relax you and you cannot relax. enjoy yourself. And so that's exactly right. And then so that's. You could see where the debate is just like, that's kind of what goes on in your head. Like, I got the day off. I'm the guy with the time off. I turn on country music. They're all wishing they had a day off so they could go drink Coronas at the beach. (laughs) Right. But yeah. But you can't bring yourself to do it because you'll get anxiety about not working. Exactly. Right. I've, there's been time, periods of time in my life when I've been truly envious of people who have nine to fives Monday through Friday. Totally. And then you're like, so you just dig in on Saturday. Because even for us, a Saturday or a Sunday is like, do I have a show tonight? I didn't work yeah. Monday through Friday. And yesterday I spent all day refreshing emails. So now I got to like try to get a script done or exactly. whatever it is I'm currently doing. And it's doing. so structureless. And it's like, it's not like, um, it's not like a job work just kind of forces you to do it. You could not do it. And it's pretty easy to smoke a joint at 11 in the morning yeah. and blow the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably actually how this whole thing got started. <laughs> All right, let's let's be a little more honest about what summer means. <laughs> so 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 what happened was I went down to Manhattan Beach um, and and I was on the pier. And then um I was thinking you know, even though I made it to the beach and went there, I was still having the debate. I'm like, I should just, you know, Forget about all my problems and just go swimming. But I still kept thinking about it. And then that's when it dawned on me. I was like, okay, I should talk about this. I should go on stage and talk about this. So it was kind of like the best of both worlds. I was having a summer and also fulfilling Developing material. Developing material. So summer for the having a summer thing came as like a stage persona slash idea. Kind of. Because have you ever heard Nine Sweaters by uh, uh, the Andy Daly album? Yeah. Like, that's so funny. That is literally one of my favorite comedy albums of all time. Andy Daly being one of the funniest human beings alive. Funniest. It's crazy. Nine Sweaters is the fucking best. The shit. And I also love that he recorded it all night by night. Like, he didn't just... Most, like with stand up and stuff. Oh, I got to book a night and just go do, and do all my, my 40 stuff. Minutes, yeah. He would do these characters, not to the point that he's sick of them, and, but tape it. So he's got all like the peak best performances when he's still into it. He still knows why it's funny. Yeah. So yeah, I and, like, love that album. Recorded on nine different nights. Right. Yeah, which is so, and nine some characters. of the funniest fucking specifics oh ever. Oh, my God. It's, it's so dark <laughs> and so detailed. So And he hung himself with my Star Wars sheets is one of my favorite specifics. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jerry Bang Bang Bang, whatever his name is. <laughs> Just maintaining the psychotic positivity. Yeah. Um, psychotic positivity. So that that was, I was listening to that at the time. I, get, I don't know if it was brand new then. I don't know what came out but it was 09 and then um so that's why i thought i'll do have a summer as a character 
And then I started doing it, and I was like, eh, I'm not sure this is a character. <laughs> yeah, you're like, maybe this is a character I should adopt full time. Full time. <laughs> so it felt more like, wow, there's like almost like the Devil's Tower in um, Close Encounters. Like, I just kept getting more and more into it, and then deciding to make music albums. And it was just like. And you're starting to realize Howard Kramer is the character, and Have a Summer is who you really are. Thank you. And I was put here <laughs> as the conduit. It's bigger than me. The Devil's Tower. What a great specific. I was building little beach uh, things out of my mashed potatoes, a lifeguard chair out of popsicle sticks. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was like that to where I was like, I can't really logically justify this, especially to my family or anybody, but I just kept doing it. That's awesome. So you, you came up, you said something in there that remind me, about a year and a half ago since moving here, all that stress about not working and stuff. Yeah. I started just saying, like, I don't have work tomorrow. I'm just going to go to the beach and enjoy the beach. Yeah. And so I would get out to um, Will Rogers Beach like once a week or every other week and just go, this is my day off. I fucked. I don't have any work, whatever. This only cost me $20 to park and plus the cost of a sandwich or whatever. Right. And I'll sit on the beach and I'll read and I'll swim and I'll smoke some weed and I'll just hang out. And then I'll go home, and then whatever happens the rest of the week, if I don't get work or I do get work, I went to the beach one day. Right. You know what I mean? You can't take that away from me. You cannot. That's why I dream of maybe moving to the west side, despite all my friends living on the east side and you know not being able to afford it anyway. But I dream of a morning where I get up, take a dip, get back to my house, and it's 10 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, whatever happens the rest of today, whatever shit auditions, however I bomb my entire right, personal career. I woke career, up to the ocean. I was in the ocean earlier today, so everything he from here on out is gravy. See, now, I always thought of doing that, too, because I never thought I would live, like, in this area this long. Right. But then I'm like, what happens when I go there? I'm just afraid that I've set up this whole dynamic of longing for it, that if I actually get it, what if I get it? I don't know. I just, like, what if you get like, what if you get too into it and you are one of those dudes who's like leather tan and like jean shorts, selling like uh, yeah. Dragon Boy suede EPs on the boardwalk or that, some shit. <laughs> that or like because I have it all the time, even in the winter, that it's just like it's not as special for yeah. some reason. Oh, okay. So it's not like a pilgrimage to a special place. It's like I live there and I take it for granted. That I don't know. I don't know. That is. Oddly mature to for you to think, right? Like <laughs> in all come honesty, out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> at some level, I have to be mature. Maybe if it's about the beach, I guess. <laughs> yeah, about my beach schedule. Uh, the one thing I'm a grown up about is I allow myself to long for the beach rather right. than just get there. Yeah. So is is when you're saying have a summer, I feel like it's more than just enjoying the the fruits of summer, like the beach or. Uh, what are what are some of your other things that to you uh, activities or more so because it's it is an attitude it's a mindset yeah, it's an attitude it's a mindset but it's like I the reason I start saying it a lot is because of so many times I would get to this part of the because we're like it's mid July right now yeah we go wow I haven't even been swimming yet wow like it's gonna be August soon like what happened and I, I just seem to do that every year where. Like your friends had that that June festival you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, Long June. Well, it's like people who don't have that, I think most of them just the summer slips by. Yes. Yeah. And that's the that's the easy thing. It's easy to like look up and it be August eighth. Exactly. And you like maybe you went away for Fourth of July because you're in your you're a grown up and you're 
your friends are doing the same thing. Uh, Howard is being attacked by Arthur. <laughs> He's Howard... licking all the summer off me. Artie, get down. All Knock right. it off, bud. Come on. There you go. Play it cool, hot shot. All right, Artie. Yeah, I we're... appreciate it, though, Artie. Yeah, uh, Howie's got the salt crystals popping, and Artie is into it. And, yeah. and as always, Howard's got some exposed legs as well. Yeah, exposed what... legs, and I got a... I probably got a different diet than you, so he's like digging the. Yeah, it's flavor. new. You, what makes you think you have a different diet than me? The fact that I'm 150 pounds heavier than you. We probably don't eat the exact same thing. You're the guy who eats a dead snake off the, <laughs> yeah. off the drive. Yeah, that's my protein every morning is a dead garden snake. Yeah. Um, what are some of your summer activities you really enjoy? Because, like for me, one thing I love about summer is either drinking. Or smoking weed with no shirt on outside. Oh, that is nice. Having the shirt off outside, like I like drinking outside, like a little, uh, like a alfresco bar or a little like a little yeah. courtyard or something like that. Great, but in a situation where I can have my shirt off as well. It's always the shameless dude. Right. The first to take the shirt off. I'm not taking my shirt off at like a beer, like at a beer garden. Right. But if I can get to the beach and pour myself an ice cold session beer, yeah, take pop the top of my shirt and the beer, right, and just hang out and fucking get a little burn, get a little crisp while I drink. That's my dream. Yeah, and so then that's when you feel like, oh, I'm having a summer right now. Yes. Yeah. So like. I like when you're, my wife, I'm married and we go away with couples like for Memorial Day or Labor Day or some shit. We always have to do some rent to Airbnb and go, go to Ojai, some kind of grown up upper middle class shit. Right. For me, I'm like, is there a pool? I want to hang out by the pool with my shirt off, drinking, smoking and grilling. Yeah. yeah. Cans of beer. No glass by the poolside, dude. I keep that rule alive. There you go. No cutoff. She'll clog the filter. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I like yeah, I like a can of beer and the water, some goggles. I, I like to enjoy that. <laughs> some goggles, but, but I think it, it is it is like a personal thing. Like the dumb things I talk about with have a summer is like you got to have a summer gum. You pick out a gum at the beginning of the summer. You chew it all summer. That's your summer gum. And I got you got to you got to assume watermelon, strawberry, yeah, or or cotton candy. Or orange Those are big like, gum choices. The, the one for me has been Trident Tropical Twist for like four years running. Oh, that's your summer gum. Yeah, it's just got the staying power. You never get sick of it. Do you put it in storage? Comes uh, Labor Day. Uh, dry, dry dock. Yeah, <laughs> dry dock. <laughs> I put it in my humidor. <laughs> yeah. I have a humidor room and a wine cellar. <laughs> I actually do. Have you do a have summer, a summer shrine, right? Summer shrine. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell me a little bit about the summer shrine. It's a walk-in summer shrine. Kulap calls it a closet, but um, I mean that's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. Is the Alamo just some old? brick thing right it's got no more meaning than that. if you put a fucking uh soundproofing and a mic in your closet that's now your studio now you got a studio that's not a closet right if you put your clothes if you put all your clothes in a giant bedroom it's no longer a bedroom it's a closet it's a closet if you build it they will I, come if, <laughs> i there was a week before weed was legal there was a weed dealer up laurel canyon and he had his bedroom in the um the the like the first room you walk into in the house <laughs> So you go up there. <laughs> His bedroom was in the living room. Exactly. So you you never been up there before. I was just going with a friend, and it's shady, and it's illegal. And then you just knock on the door, and as soon as you walk in, you're in the guy's You see his dirty underwear bedroom. next to his bed. And his chick is sleeping in the bed. <laughs> that is some drug dealer shit. Because he's got shit. the back rooms. It's, it's where all, all the, the sketchy stuff is. Rooms yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... so, so you go, oh, hey, man, sorry. Oh, don't worry about it. Nah, and she like, knows. She's dating a drug dealer. Yeah, and she pulls out a bong, and it's a whole thing. 
Now you see those people on uh, Chatterbait. You ever, you ever see that? What's Chatterbait? It's like people just have live sex online, but you mostly <laughs> just go, oh, okay, they're going to smoke a little weed. She's eating Cheetos. Oh, she likes the flaming hot ones. <laughs> oh, they drink Mountain Dew. Oh, their place is a mess. Oh, she's gobbling his dong. <laughs> it's like it's people watching and sexual voyeurism at its best those are two very good activities yeah those are very fun activities yeah i think people watching and voyeurism. i mean that's what i liked like when all that stuff started coming online like um cam girls and all that yeah. stuff we would like promote shows that we're working on then just like <laughs> type it into the comments <laughs> <laughs> Listen though, who charted? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out Comedy Bang Bang tonight. And um, that's really fun. I love the amateur voyeuristic shit of pornography. This is a complete aside here, but if yeah. you if you are playing a TV that's loud uh, louder than you are having sex in the background of your porno, <laughs> or you have clearly unlicensable music, oh, like God, you, yeah, so... you're like blasting a fucking yep. <laughs> Led Zeppelin song while you fuck in a yellowish living room. I'm on board. It's the greatest. <laughs> it's like, and they get away with it so much. Like it used to be a thing. Like if you saw somebody's music being used wrong, like yeah. they get sued. Right. Now it's just like every blowjob has hip hop behind it. This is so specific. But yesterday I just happened to stumble happened to stumble upon a video of a woman jerking off her man at the beach. Uh -huh. And she literally before he's done is goes, For fuck's sake, do you have any idea how uncomfortable this is for me? <laughs> like a woman saying that in a porno lent such reality oh, to it that it like I made me enjoy it yeah. more. Like yeah. it's as, as a married as, man. Yeah, as soon as your brain thinks it could be real, like that's like it hooks you in. Her her being like reluctant and cranky. She literally was like kind of like over the armchair, like leaning back a little, you know. So it was clearly a hard on her shoulder. Right. And she said, "For fuck's sake, do you have hard?" And then she, when the dude came, she's like, "Oh God, it's a fucking mess." <laughs> like ah. she literally, like that's more the fucking a real interaction and like yes, shoot it all over me. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> believable. It's like a good performance. Yeah, now I have like a very specific search I'm looking for, like reluctant hand job from ex-wife. Right. <laughs> But that's why you gotta mute it the first time you watch it in case they might be saying something that ruins it. Oh yeah, you know, they're just like <laughs> all lives matter. You're like, okay, <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Phantom Menace is my favorite Star Wars. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> These well, monsters. Like, wow, this girl's so hot. <laughs> hey, where's the shitter? <laughs> Oh, Excuse me, Clark, where's the shitter, man? <laughs> All right. Um, what are some other things you do to get yourself in the... Do you have a summer prep? Oh, well, uh, well, summer gum's a prep. That's something you do ahead of time. And then for me, I make a summer album every year, so I'm kind of thinking about summer as soon as January begins. Because you're, you're, you're making it... You're, you're working on that album to drop at the top of the summer, right? Yeah, and we're always late as hell. Like, <laughs> last year, we actually... I checked. We put it out on July 31st. Like, <laughs> right when people start to be like, I'm done with this Right when back-to-school sales start. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, I went to Target today, and they had the back-to-school... Uh, sale sign. Fuck up. me, but dude. they have they have this big pencil on it that looks like a flashlight. I Instagrammed it. <laughs> we keep we keep going back to sex, but uh, let me answer the question for once. Um, I start yeah so yeah we're supposed to drop the album the beginning of summer, and so yeah I work on it. It's just a way I kind of think. 
being able to think about it all year, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess if if you don't know this about Howard, he drops a summer LP. Have a right, and this year I believe it's Oculus Summer. Yeah, this one's Oculus Summer. This one's a it's a five song summer adventure. Each one is like a virtual reality first person shooter kind so of an experience. So it's sort of like prog rock in, in, in a way that like it tells a story. Yeah, like it, it. Yeah, it is kind of like a, a concept album in that way or a rock opera. Oh, <laughs> you're speaking my language. Oh, you right like now. it? I love rock operas. I love storytelling well, albums. It's also a video game, you know, because it's Oculus Summer. So the first song is like Nintendo Mario Kart. You're racing back to summer from non-summer. So you race through all the checkpoints. Checkpoint Turkey, checkpoint Santa, checkpoint New Year's. You go, you go through all that. And then there's our undersea adventure, summer submersible. That's the big hit on this one. That's the single. That's the first single. That's yeah. what's shown. Well, last year the big single was Goo Cruise, correct? Oh, that was actually 2014. That was two summers. That was two summers past. I, I was a big fan of Goo Cruise. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, check the video out online, shitheads. It's uh, Lance Banks. <laughs> directed it holy shit yeah we have like uh, we have orangutans riding jet skis it's great it's like it <laughs> what all else, what else do you need for those of you for those of you who don't know a goo cruise is an orangutan riding a jet ski oh yeah it's a perfect summer day the ultimate summer day you and an orangutan out on the waves right turn clyde right, right turn, turn clyde, clyde. <laughs> Um, every which way but loose was an influence. <laughs> I sure, I sure hope so. Do you know Stephen Dorff, the actor? Of course. His dad was a composer, and he wrote that song. Every which way but loose. I did not know that. Yeah, Dorff's That's dad. interesting. Yeah, I like that. Um, so what is the what's the big so the big hit off of uh, Oculus oh, is oh summer submersible last year was summer says which is like Simon says but it's like summer says oh, and what was last year's album called. Last year was Summitology. Summitology came out in late July. <laughs> About late July. And this, Oculus is out now, though. Oculus is out. We got this one out like July 7th or something. Still pathetic that it wasn't out by July, uh, 4th of July, <laughs> but they're around for the rest of our lives. So, And they're, they're early for Australian summer. <laughs> but um, yeah, pick up those albums. They're all on Bandcamp and iTunes. Um, it was Have a Summer, Have Another Summer, Some of This, Some of That. Summitology and now Oculus Summer. Jesus, you could put out. I can't wait till the fucking best, the box set comes out. Oh my god, the box set, the greatest hits. Me and Star are gonna tour, do a tour of Bulgaria. Great. They love summer in Europe because they don't get much of it. You know, like, right? Yeah, especially England and Ireland. And yeah, yeah, they have like one month where the weather is decent, or they got to go to like the Amalfi Coast, or you know, yeah, like yeah. Those summer destinations, Ibiza, Ibiza. You got to get down to Ibiza. Where you see them like in the Bahamas, you go, wait, why is that guy wearing those tiny? Yeah. Oh, they're from Europe. Wow, these eight guys have very intense haircuts. Oh, they're Eastern Europeans on vacation. Arthur. Stop licking Howard. He is a lick. He's a lickidinous dog. Yeah, he's he's all keyed up. He's excited that there's a guest. He's a big summer head. Is and he? he? Yeah. So he knows your. Him moving to L.A. was huge. Moving to L.A. was huge because then you get you, you're you could argue it's summer year round, but you at least get two full extra months of summer. Oh God, yeah. And then when winter comes, he's like, "What happened? What? What?" It's like he doesn't even get it. Yeah, he doesn't get. It. There's no snow, which he always hated, or rain too. I don't miss those. Do you miss those seasons? I don't. My wife is like, "I miss a, a snowy Christmas." I'm like, "I couldn't give a fuck." No. 
I hated stepping in ice cold. Did you live in New York for a period of time or on the... Oh, you lived in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stepping in a fucking puddle that was deeper than you thought it was by accident. The worst. Getting on a crowded-ass subway with your winter jacket, going Uh, from zero degrees to 90 degrees of heat. Oh, and then you had to walk five blocks to get there, so you got, like, super hot. You took off all your jackets. And then when you get back out, it's freezing cold. Uh, The sweat is freezing on your neck and on your fucking earlobes, and your hair is all crusty. New York, unlivable. (laughs) <laughs> Unlivable I would say New York Is the greatest city In the world Until you hit The age of 31 And then it's like ah, Fuck it Let true. me do some Grocery shopping Let me get a car right. Let me drive To various destinations yeah, Let me advance Cause in New York Even at the Even at it's peak You'd have to be like Mega wealthy To That's leave. what I When I lived there That's what I always Used to think Like if I was insulated Against this With millions And millions And millions <laughs> of dollars Right if I can Leave my Brooklyn Brownstone Get into my Fucking uh, Brand new Jeep And drive to my house Out east on Long Island Or drive to the beach In Jersey right. Maybe I could handle this Maybe But in order to You gotta get a zip car From fucking You gotta get like uh. a Hertz at JFK to drive Cap two train, hours A long out railroad to your mom's house Where you borrow her car To go down to the beach And she's got You gotta drop her off At the fucking lotto store You gotta pick up scratchers It's a struggle It's, <laughs> it's just a struggle it. The summer struggle Summer struggle Um, uh, Were you a big beach guy growing up? Yeah? Yeah, like we just go to the beach a lot And I just always loved it And then um, I don't know. I moved to. I was lived in Texas for a while. There was lakes, but no ocean. I missed. But still, it. that's a vibe. Definitely getting down awesome. to the lake or the river. Yeah, the yeah. body of water I think is integral to enjoying to peak summer enjoyment. It you don't have to go in. Don't have to go in. That's that's key. What you just said right there, because it's the places where climates overlap. That's where you always find the most life forms. So like because it's two different ecosystems. You got the water and the earth. And even in the jungle, there's more going on on the outskirts. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. It's like different stuff. So, yeah, I don't know what I forgot. We're talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying that bodies of water are integral to oh, summer yeah, yeah, enjoyment. Yeah, 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 absolutely. When, whether it is your, the little river in your town, the the big public pool that everyone goes to, your your friend's above ground pool in his backyard. It's that's a, where the vibes are. Exactly. Vibes is a a word we, we're seeing in a resurgence in like Definitely. people just vibing. Waves vibes is vibe. huge to summer. Yes. Yeah, I think that. Um, if you don't get to have a summer movement, you're probably a person that doesn't, isn't uh, that adept with vibes. Yeah, I think that's a fair argument because summer is a vibe. It's a vibe. You can put it out there in dead winter. Right. That's why these people, like these, you know, rich, fat, white people, when we go to the Bahamas, I say, I call rich, fat, white people, then say we, just so you guys know, I'm self aware that I'm <laughs> right. doing pretty well and I'm fat and white. But when you go to the Bahamas or you go to one of these vacation spots in, in the winter, that's why everyone's like, give me the big frosted drink. I want the fucking daiquiri. Right. I want the swim up bar. I want, I want to be in my board shorts and flip flops. I'll wear my Hawaiian shirt on the plane. It's about the vibe. Right. Right. It's about the vibe and it's about I only get to do this once a week year or, you know, a week. of Right. This is what's going to break up my entire winter. Right. We used to do that. Once my mom started flying again, we used to drive down to Florida because my mom didn't fly. So that would be our winter break. Like over Christmas, we'd get to hit like 12 different pools around various parts of Florida. But when we got when we got older, my mom started flying. We'd be like. We're going to go to the Bahamas for four days in February, and that would be our big winter break. And me and my brothers would just eat that shit up oh, as, God. as summer kids. So, I get so excited about that stuff. 
Yeah, so then you get to be an adult and you go, oh, wait, I got to pay for this now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's when it really sucks. That's, vac- that's when vacations become a headache when there's that period of time. I'm just about on the other side of it where a vacation, like I, I have a hard time not thinking that it just cost me $1,200 to right. like fly there. Yeah, and yeah. when my wife's like, I want to go shopping. I'm like, it cost us so much to fucking get here. Right. And if I don't take her shopping, <laughs> she's mad. Then why did I take right. her in the first place? And who am I to say how she enjoys her summer? That's right. You know, uh, maxi dresses, Oaxacan dresses. This is the shit that some people like for their summer. There you go. Yeah. Gladiator sandals. Gladiator sandals, big fan. Um, do you have? I'm a big summer drink guy. Are you a summer drink guy? Summer, summer. Um, <laughs> I think I just broke Howard. He just minute. broke me. Wait, I can't think of a summer, summer, salu- summer salutations when you make your toast. Summer salutations when you make your toast. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? I'm not a day drinker that much. Like if uh, so, I don't really have a summer drink. Right, because at night. Yeah, just, a summer night is a could you know you you, you can, can drink anything you can else. have a scotch you could have a scotch you but could if you're have if whiskey you could yeah. have tequila rum I'm I'm in, I've been enjoying canned session IPAs wow um, the Oscar Blues Brewery makes a beer called the Pinner and it's a very good very drinkable little flavor bomb and it's low in alcohol and low in and low in hops. I like that. But high in flavor. Okay. She can slam down four or five at the pool and still drive home. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we're encouraging here, everybody. Have a summer out there on the road. Summer smash up right there on the highway. Summer smash up. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, uh, I like a super light beer. Like yeah. Just as light as they can make it. Right. So poolside a poolside light day. beer. Go down. Fucking throw the can in the deep end and crush it like Quint and (laughs) Jaws. Chuck it in the pool. Jaws. Everyone looks at Jaws like a scary movie Mm because the shark is scary. I didn't know it was. Yeah, I never thought of it as. Even though it's terrifying, I never thought of it as a a horror movie. I thought of it as a summer movie, right? Of course, yeah. Because Amity Island is perfect. It perfectly captures the vibe of summer, like that, and the vibe of actual life. Like it just feels completely real, like summer. So then to have something come in and threaten it or to have some it's just there's you couldn't get any more summer than that. Shida and Dreyfus those guys they're pissed because their summer's being fucked up they're not pissed about the shark they're like we're right. trying to enjoy our summer on Amity Island exactly. and this fucking shark is fucking it up, fucking up. that's why I'd say Mayor Larry Vaughn is the hero of summer because he said F that shark I'm not closing this beach we're having a summer <laughs> That's what you should open. You should open your next album with a pull quote from the mayor. We Larry actually, uh, well, it's funny that you should say that. So, uh, <laughs> on uh, on 2013's "Have Another Summer," we have a song uh, called "Mayor Larry Vaughn." It goes yes, over the whole thing. yes. And it talks about how Spielberg blew it because he had a great summer movie going on. <laughs> so what's going on at the beach? Then all of a sudden, these guys take a fishing trip. I'm wondering what's going on back at the beach. <laughs> You blew it, Spielberg. That would be a better movie if Jaws never followed the orca as it went out and it just stayed on the beach and you just saw people hanging out in short shorts, throwing frisbees around and shit. They go, hey, they're out there dealing with the shark. We're good. I I bet Mayor Larry Vaughn opened the beach up while as soon as they left. As soon as the orca took off, they were like, fuck these pussies, dude. The chief is gone. (laughs) That was our whole plot this whole time is to get rid of the chief. He drops like a fucking... uh, uh, keg on the beach and like a vat of ice and is like 
Let's go, boys. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's have a summer. And I also, I also think too, like he made some big bets, like like ma- the mayor of town, like he there was probably some serious financial pressure on him. Like he oh just yeah. Could not close oh the yeah. They they were rebuilding the rotary based on the money they were supposed exactly. to bring in that summer at or, the beach. Or he screwed up the summer before, and they were like, "You're done," and he had to um, make some really unless risky we're f- hard in the. We need to be in the black this summer. This summer, no <laughs> doubt. By July five. <laughs> By July five. By the end of long June, I want to see a fucking big return on our investments here. Exactly. Um, what about boats? I, we don't afford a lifestyle where we necessarily get to get on boats often. But right. how do you feel about being on a boat? I love I mean, a boat. Um, I don't usually get seasick unless it's like some big ocean voyage. I love it. They also terrify me because... At any second, you could decide to jump off. And so that means... That you just don't trust yourself. I don't trust myself at all. Even if I have my phone or something valuable, I'm just like, why don't I just throw it over the side? Like, right now, why don't I do it? Why don't I do it? And then it just becomes like, I got to go inside. Like, I can't be at the edge. There are a few... I would argue that there are a few things better in life than taking a boat into far out into a body of water and then jumping off that boat. That's fun. Well, That's like on purpose. On purpose, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Not not being compelled to by your subconscious to the point where you lose control. Right. Or, I'm saying you take your phone out of your pocket, you actively choose to be in a bathing suit and uh, in, yeah, in some sort of trunks. You feel like you're having more summer than anybody at that point. If you're on if you're drinking a beer on a boat and you and you do a backflip off of it, you're, that's fucking peak summer. You're done. You're peak summer. If you land on a shark, he takes you for a ride, drops you off by a mermaid. If any... <laughs> surf on a dolphin over to the rocks, say yeah. what's up to a mermaid, high five a talking crab. There you go. You're living a full summer life. If anyone is listening is like a Hollywood bigwig or owns a place off of Hermosa and has a, and has a dock, and you want to take Howard and I out on a boat and just talk summer, we're I, in. I love that. Yeah, set that up. <laughs> set that up. We'll do a podcast from on your boat. If you'll have cool. us out on your, that would be awesome. The first nautical episode of a podcast. Ooh, I really like that. We do it out on a boat. It's just super windy and loud and terrifying. Or, or you're maybe we're in the cabin there and we're, we got a harpoon gun. Oh, just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> we're fucking put, putting a straw in a bucket of chum and just sh- sharing down. <laughs> One chum. Two straws. <laughs> two straws. One chum, two cups. I I um I think that's actually a good idea. And then if we want to do another one, we just get a, some when if somebody else invites us, we do another one. Oh yeah. That'd be fun. Also would be fun to love mics hooked up to Zooms, hooked up uh, hooked Ooh, yeah, up yeah. to podcast recording. Separate jet skis. Ooh, I like that. Yelling at each other Yelling as we at- <laughs> Welcome back to High and Mighty. This is your boy, the number one fuck bar. Manatees are like having getting migraine headaches. I was thinking of that now with the jet skis because they're conscious now of how much noise those things make to right. the animals. That's crazy to imagine. Up. Imagine a manatee being like, "It's so loud up there." Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm a sucker for those online videos of like a paddleboarder being approached by a oh, manatee or like especially when like you can see it under the boat and it's bigger than the boat. Oh, that's so terrible. Re- just recently there was a video of surfers or paddleboarders out on the ocean 
a huge school of fish underneath them, and then one big sort of seal. Yeah, 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 the seal sort of swimming through and dividing them up and stuff. They he couldn't catch anything. It was crazy. They they always stayed like about three feet away from. They just knew they were like amorphous and sort of just like a paramecium staying away. It was awesome. I like those videos. There's one. Have you seen the one where they're feeding a a stingray? It comes up on the dock and it just kind of hangs out there for a while, and they're just feeding it. But it's like, it's like a stingray ray that they know. Like oh, that's awesome. I, I went to the Cayman Islands and went to Stingray Island and fed a bunch Ooh, of stingrays. Cool. Yeah, you like hold calamari in your thumb like you're going to flip a coin. Mm-hmm. You do it like that, and then they swim over the top of you because their mouths are on the bottom. They swim over the top of you and take it and go. They just grab the top Yeah, they of just it. like – they like Roomba it off the top that's of your hand. wild. It was – I was – I went with my rugby team, so there was like 10 dudes all over six feet tall, all between 250, 300 pounds, and this stingray started coming. All of us were like, <laughs> it's terrifying it's when all be. you know about them is that they kill people. The crocodile hunter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the barb women. Uh, Steve Irwin, right? Steve Irwin. Yeah. And his, ban- oh, Bindi, poor guy. his dancing poor. daughter. Do you have any specific songs or movies that you use to get in the summer vibe? Oh, that's great. Well, Jaws is definitely one of them. And then I guess all the I like the Beach Boys songs and I like, you know, diff- different summer music. Do you like do you like the Bubblegum Beach Boys or is a Pet Sounds still get you into some? I like them both. There's like, I, you know, I just go case by case. I like yeah. some really like the bubblegum ones. I really like like catch a wave, catch a wave, and yeah, I love yeah. that fucking song. Yeah, that yeah. song really sonically sounds like you're in the ocean. It does. It's very. Oh God, those are guys who dedicated their life to the summer vibe. There you go, and uh, and he couldn't surf. Brian Wilson couldn't surf. Nope. And, so, I don't, so it's like Charlie doesn't surf, Charlie as we learned surf. from Apocalypse Now. Charlie nope. don't surf. Nope. Brian Wilson don't surf. Nope. Wasn't only Jack Johnson doesn't surf. Oh God! Did Dick Dale surf? Dick Dale probably. He had to have, right? Yeah. No, Dick... Jack Johnson surfs, of course. Does he? He was a he was a pro surfer before he was. Oh, he I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> I never listened. To... Jack Johnson was one of those. They came around the same time as DMB and the kind of guys you know, that like them. I turned. I was. Turned I am a hundred percent with you on that. But I just like. I mentioned him because he's like people know him as a summer guy. But yeah, I'm not into that stuff. Yeah. I'm a yeah. Not I, I love DMV. me some Beach Boys. I'll yeah. throw on some Dick Dale. Dick Dale, uh, like uh, well, you know, like uh, Mum Mungo Jerry. No, I don't. Summertime. In the summertime. Oh the yes, world. yes, that's Mungo Jerry. Is Mungo that dude's Jerry, name? That's yeah. a fucking great and name. I, I think that was the first song with Human Beatbox on it. Oh yeah, shit, dude. He does that shit. Man, every conversation with you is a learning experience. Howard. I'm like Cliff from Cheers, but like I, I make even more, even more socially awkward. <laughs> I'm like Cliff Clavin if he was even weirder. Did I just do that to your table? No, this table's fine. It's indestructible. Oh. Don't worry about it. It's got decades of cup rings on it. We learned on a previous episode of this. I had a friend over, and he explained to me, and I didn't know this, that this coffee table was actually. We had a mutual friend. This coffee table was. This mutual friend I lived with in Brooklyn. He moved out, left this coffee table with me and my wife. When we moved to L.A., we brought it because we got a two-bedroom. I was like, well, I'll put that in the office. My friend, Tyler Haynes, from the UFO episode is on the podcast, points out it's his childhood coffee table. No, childhood? Yeah, from his childhood home. He brought it into the college, and my friend Pat ended up taking it. I ended up living with Pat. 
Pat, I ended up leaving, and t- Pat ended up uh, leaving Brooklyn, and I kept the table. That's insane. So, so doesn't he want it back? He, we You're kind like, of own it now. It. We said if we're going to get rid of it, we'll give it to him. But for now, it's ours. And he's not. I've had it for 10 years. I've had it for like eight or nine years now. Okay. It's but mine. I mean, but is he like, I want that table? No, he's not. Okay. But I think he's. I think he's not. If I remember from the episode, he said uh, he doesn't necessarily want that table, but. If you get rid of it. Do not get rid of the table. Right. Yeah, it'll go to him. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Odd. That's an odd situation. It's a real odd situation. I almost need to do more stuff to it so that it has like an even bigger story. Okay. Well, I, I put a ring on it. No, dude, it'll go away. Trust me. I do that all the time. There is okay. there is almost every day a ring of uh, water and Weed. hot ashes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the hardest part about recording a podcast is not getting weed all over my six hundred dollars Zoom. Yeah, it's just so um, ashy. All the talking makes us so much so ashy. Might I recommend one of these? Not a sponsor of the podcast, but I'm pretty obsessed with them. A Yeti. What, what does it do for you? Feel it, so it doesn't feel warm. There's no moisture. The water inside is ice cold and stays cold for like ten hours. The ice cubes don't even melt overnight. Wow! So it just keeps the temp going. Keeps the temp going, but there's no there's no leaking on the outside. There's no condensation. It's not cold to the touch. Oh, so it can't screw up. It can't fuck up anything. Doesn't need a coaster. Where do you get that online? Online. It was thirty bucks, and it's the best thirty bucks I've spent in a long time. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, you can fucking fill it up with a nice daiquiri during the day. And put a nice daiquiri. Fill it up with a banana dac with a BD. Put it in the cup holder with a long ass straw, and you got yourself a nice ride out out to the west side. The west side. That would be good on the beach because you, you you don't lose temp. You don't lose temp. People don't know what you're drinking. Could just be coffee. What uh what beach do you go to out here? I actually go to Manhattan Beach. I don't. I mean, the reason why is because. Um, Malibu is actually further than Manhattan Beach, number one. Yes. Number two, you could go all the way up to Malibu and run into people from the biz. Right. Which is like... Manhattan Beach, you want to talk vibes. That is the quintessential when I was a little kid and I thought of a California beach, Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Like Malibu is a gorgeous beach near a super rich neighborhood. Manhattan Beach is a beach town. It's a beach town. But it's it's a super upscale beach town, so it's like... It's not like it's as not fun trashy. as like yeah. yeah it's not tr- it's not as fun as maybe like I don't know Huntington you can make like a fire pit on the beach right like right those places like Encinitas the places closer to San Diego they're, they're, like real, they're a little more lawless they're a little yeah. more like beach community Surf towns yeah but Manhattan Beach having a having a fucking dive bar feet away from the sand oh, that I can walk counters. in on the tank top. That's that's a dream right there. Yeah, yeah. And Fuck then, it. You don't need to bring lunch, man. You just walk up there, grab some wings and a oh, beer. Oh, yeah, and they got pizza place there, too. Just oh, like a yeah. Jets fan who has a pizza place right there. Oh, really? Yeah. I, hope, he, I hope he would be cool as me as a diehard Giants fan. Uh, he coming Because he knows who's the top dog, baby. <laughs> don't Gents. you forget it, bro. Gents. <laughs> yeah. Go Gents. Gents. Um, uh, Howard, we can wrap this up now, dude. Thanks so much for coming on to High and Mighty, man. I know this was like a last-minute slap-together thing, but That's I what so I love pumped. about summer is we just go with it. Vibe. Go with it. What do you got going on the rest of today? Do you, do you have anything summery going on? You had to put your car in the shop. So oh, maybe- yeah. I had to skip acupuncture today. Sorry, Dr. So. Um, uh, the rest of today is open. I'm probably like... Uh, I don't know. We'll work on some summer tunes. Ooh. But um, for the rest of the summer, I got, um, I'm got. i going to be going up to Seattle and Portland in the middle of the next month to bring the summer up there. So come out. For to, some live dates? For some live dates. I think it's the 12th and 13th. Seattle and Portland, I'll get those out. And then we're doing 
Summerfest, the seventh annual Summerfest, which we do at Meltdown Comics. We're going to be doing it this year on August 27th. You should come by. It's going to be an end of summer blowout. I'm in. We usually get a water slide for real, like a big inflated, inflatable water slide. Okay. There's always comics. There'll be tons of comics there, and it's just a really fun time. Stand-up comics and phys- and comic books. Comic both. books, yeah. And then, yes, for stand-up comedy show. and it's a For really a lot of people, for me, summer comic book shops... And summer go hand in hand because when we were not in school, we if we didn't go to the beach that day or after I got back at two o'clock, we'd ride our bikes to Collectors Comics in Wanta or Comic Book Depot in Belmore and buy ourselves some Star Wars cards and maybe an X Men book. X Men, yeah, and then trade it around. It's a big summer thing. Yeah, we did that too. I actually got a second ever printing of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles right when it came out. And then that guy was like doing a thing at Meltdown and I told him and he goes, you have one of those? And I go, yeah. He goes, I used to sell those out of the back of my station wagon. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> where, uh, so where can people find Oculus Summer? You said Bandcamp and oh, iTunes. Yeah. Go to howardkramer.bandcamp.com. You can pick, listen to Oculus Summer. Pick it up there. It's on Spotify. You can get it on iTunes. Um, and you can get all the other five Summer albums there. And then I also put out... Um, rap albums dragon boy suede my my rap stuff so it's all there on itunes and spotify and bandcamp and you're on twitter at at howie kramer um at howard kramer k-r-e-m-e-r that's how you spell your last name by the way even for howie kramer howard kramer dot bandcamp it's yeah i should just say kramer when people are listening so forget the kramer (laughs) i'm howard kramer k-r-e-m-e-r Howard Kremer. And I'm at John Gabris with no H in either John or Gabris. Uh, listen to Who Charted, uh, which is uh, Howard's podcast with Kulap. Uh, Kulap will be a future guest on this podcast. And uh, we did an episode just like two weeks yeah, ago that's if, still available. Check that out. Yeah, if you need a way in, maybe if you're a listener to High and Mighty, you might like me. So maybe listen to my episode of Who Charted, and that maybe that gets you into Who Charted. That's pretty much how I get into every podcast is like, oh, I really like that person. Oh, they're on this podcast? Oh, I'll check it out. Oh, shit, now I like this now podcast. Now I'm into that person. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. It's an interesting little web we weave. So as always, rate me five stars and roast me in the comments. Tell a friend to listen to this fucking podcast. Recommend an episode of this bullshit to someone. Don't else. you want to be able to talk about it with all your friends? Come on. Yeah, dude. Put it on on a road trip. Put on the Power Hour episode and play along. We've got some Power Hour episodes coming out because it's summer, so you know that means we're drinking. Uh, we'll do be doing some live dates, all that shit. Buy yourself a High and Mighty t-shirt at the High and Mighty uh, store. Oh, and you can get a Have a Summer t-shirt at, at teespring.com. Get a Have a Summer t-shirt at teespring.com. Get yourself all kinds of t-shirts. I'm currently wearing a High and Mighty tank top, living the dream, with a picture of Arthur on it, wearing shades and smoking a joint. Oh, that's Arthur. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I like the colors. Hey, Th- thanks. And I'm wearing a Who Charted t-shirt with me and Kulap V. Lysak. And uh, you can pick one of these up at earwolf.com. Look at the life we live. We're just hanging out on a fucking weekday <laughs> afternoon in our respective podcast t-shirts. Right. Ch- wearing hats and shorts and chatting about the fucking summer. Right. But we already revealed that we do know in the back of our minds it's not really a day off because we feel intense. Because I feel super stressed and I got to get keys made so that I can give a key to my friend who's going to watch Arthur this weekend. Ooh. So I, I got a big day ahead of me. You then did. I could smoke weed and hang out in the air conditioning all afternoon. Yeah, because there's no way you can get a key high. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not like I have to make it. Right? <laughs> I 
I gotta be sober to get this. Key, See, man. my my thing is uh, now we're just piling on this episode. But my thing is I can't drive even a little high because I never oh, okay. drove in the city. Oh, so I took ten years off of driving when I was doing my most amount of weed so smoking. It's, it's so now they don't. They don't. Yeah, it's not a, like a lot of kid. A lot of people you know smoke weed and drive from the age of seventeen on right i i skipped 10 years of driving at all so i get a little too uh, a little too wary so yeah it became a brand new thing right That's but now i but like you maybe i'll just walk to the grove and get my keys made you know it's not too far it's a nice day take arthur out there you go smoke a jay on the walk everything's Can I do good. one of my my song jokes yeah you live by the grove you die by the grove <laughs> that's my uh I used to do just Thank hit. you for asking permission, by the way. A oh, lot yeah. of people wouldn't do that. A lot of people would just take that chance. No, not me. I not need permission for all my humor. <laughs> <laughs> you have a blanket you have a blanket permission if you're ever around me to drop your humor. Thank I'm, you. I'm enjoying it. I've oh wait, I have been for a while. Okay, I appreciate it. Because on the road it sucks. So like tell people the premise, then I gotta get permission to do the parts. <laughs> and often cl- clubs will go, whatever, man, it's up to you. And yeah. then you kind of just Move on. All right, forget it. I'll Move try on. a new premise. I'll do like 12 to 13 premises in a row before I <laughs> or get Before anyone says, okay, <laughs> I'd like to hear the back half of this. <laughs> you have a very promising uh, setup there. <laughs> All right, Howard. Thanks for coming on, bud. Oh, thank you so much, and uh, have a summer, everybody. And I'm, I, I'm this shithead right here, and you shitheads, I all consider you now to also be summatologists. All right, and so- shitheads, you heard it here. Have a summer. You are now summatologists. Yeah, and so the tribes are united. Have a summer. (laughs) Have a summer, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.